All right, here we go. This is the first podcast. Welcome. And uh, thank you for listening without any introduction song or any introduction. Introduction. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this for two years and I don't want to put it, put, put it off anymore. I don't want to postpone anymore or procrastinate. Procrast, procrastinate. Thank you. Uh, anymore. And let's just dive right into it. I've been wanting to share a story about a sailing yacht and it's actually a sailing yacht that I bought with two friends down in Australia. I'm in Holland at the moment. I don't know where to start, but at least the name Rambling Renzo is there for a reason because it, <laughs> because it allows me to jump back and forth between different, um, different things that cross my mind. Because when I sent friends a voicemail i constantly jump back and forth between different ideas and i don't even get to finish one story and i get into another one and then i I jump back to the one that i started with and it's just such a chaos so this is probably not going to be much different but yeah at least the name rambling renzo allows me to be jumping back and forth okay where are we gonna get started um let's get started no i think so i've for a really long time, I've been wanting to learn how to sail. About four years ago, I I met a guy in Hawaii through my ex-girlfriend. And he he lived on a sailing yacht, with, which I thought was so inspiring. Marley, Marley is his name. So if at any point Marley listens to this, you planted the seed, brother. <laughs> yeah, so he was living on a sailing yacht on a catamaran in in a, in a port in Hawaii and every now and then he would see, he would take it out and sail around the islands and everything and he one day he said one day he he wanted to sail the world with it and he wanted to take me along to other islands and stuff but for some reason it never happened I mean I, I hardly really knew him either you know I've probably met him two or three times or four times maybe so um but yeah the idea crossed my mind every now and then but I never put any action into it. So yeah, I'm one of those guys that's like, one day it will cross my path, <laughs> you know? So uh, I think this is it. Fast forward about four years. And this summer I was in Portugal. I drove home to bring one of my friend's car back uh, in August. And then Bob, so okay let's introduce two people bob who is the wildest i don't know wildest savage that i know with terrible ideas and he executes in them too <laughs> he, he he seems to be made out of iron or something because i've seen him making the craziest drops and 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 you know i don't know he's just wild and he he, he survives and then there's Ito, who is probably also made out of steel. I don't know what's up with these guys, but they're both really wild, very similar, very different at the same time. Uh, Bob, I would say, is reckless. Ito just is just always down for adventure. And uh, I got to know them, Bob, probably two and a half years ago, and Ito, I think, a year and a half ago or something, through Bob through uh enduro writing actually no so okay here's another side story here we go bob and i we kind of randomly oh that was random too yeah so i wanted to get a bike a motorbike a year and a half ago and um bob had used to have one 
uh, Ducati, which is like, you know, one made for the roads. And then I saw a dirt bike, which I thought was really exciting. And it's an old one, uh, Honda XR 600 for the people that know know the ins and outs of uh, Enduro. You probably know it. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to buy this bike. It's like 35 years old or something. I didn't know anything about, you know, bike mechanics or anything. You know, maybe a little bit. I used to work on mopeds or something when I was younger, but that's about it. And then some basic mechanic stuff. But, yeah, very basic. More theory also than practical. So, but... But I wasn't sure because of the money. And then Bob was like, dude, let's buy it together. I'll chip, I'll, you know, I'll chip in half. And I was like, cool, let's go, go get it. So we, we picked it up. I, I bought it or I picked it up. I brought it home. We both had fun. Bob straight away popped a wheelie with it <laughs> without a helmet in the middle of the city. And um, then I think, yeah, pretty much one or two days after Ito and Bob met or they knew each other kind of but then Bob was like dude I bought a motorbike and then Ito's like shit that's sick so I think it sparked his interest and this is where the the spark happened between them the bromance and then Bob was like yeah it's a Honda uh, XR do you know it and Ito's like no fuck away I've got one too you know we should hang out we should become best friends <laughs> and then he was like well anytime something happens with the bike or if anything breaks down at some point then um, uh, call me so two days later uh, we had to call Ito <laughs> because because it broke down uh, the stator broke down for the people again for the people that know it no electricity and it doesn't have uh, a battery or anything so uh, it stopped running didn't do anything anymore we didn't know what to do we googled uh, a shit ton of information and uh, we didn't know where to start so he helped us out and then we run in from one from one <laughs> from one problem to the other it was pretty full on but yeah that's the start of the friendship and then back to a month and a half ago we have a group zap bob sends uh, an episode of a podcast three episodes of a podcast actually in a group zap so this is the podcast Di- uh, Di- diaries of the wild ones hosted by Aaron something, Australian dude. And he interviews people that live an adventurous lifestyle or have adventurous stories to tell and stuff. It's really interesting. But then there's three episodes where he shares his own story of him and two other friends that buy a yacht without knowing how to sail, which is a very similar story to what we're going to get into. And... um, it was so fun. So Bob, Bob, he shares the podcast. He goes like, dude, you guys should listen to this. This is so funny. It's like us, you know, three dumb guys <laughs> who don't know how to sail and they're, they're bored of sailing yachts and this and that. Uh, so these guys, they're bored of sailing yacht in, in Malaysia and they sail it up to Thailand to get gear and stuff for safety stuff. I don't even know. I can't remember why. And then they sail it down to uh, Indonesia for a surf trip so many amazing stories they get high in the podcast so it's 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 really funny if you want to have a listen you can send me a text and i'll share it with you um anyways um yeah i had a good time listening i just think uh, it's probably four hours or something or five hours six hours i don't know and i listened to pretty much the whole thing had a good time and then i came home you know 100 percent inspired and then i had to do a little project in in amsterdam i took came along and 
we we I, I we got into sailing at some point like how sick would it be to get into sailing he's been wanting to get into it for a while me too uh again as i said it crossed my mind sometimes never put any serious action into it but then i was like so my plan is and uh, was to go to the canary islands in november um so then he was like oh what if i come along and we look for a boat or uh, like a sailboat to you know get some experience so there's these facebook pages and online platforms of people looking for you know staff crew members you know to volunteer on their boat often you don't even need to have any experience you'll learn along the way as long as you're willing to help a hand and you know you're not you're not shy to to put some work in but also for for night crossings and everything to keep an eye out this and that so that was the plan um and then his so he wanted to spend his winter somewhere else ideally in indonesia or something so he was like do you not know anyone in indonesia or maybe we should look for indonesia this and then i was like actually i know some people because i know a friend and then a year ago or something she asked me or she told me that she knows three guys who own a boat and they were looking for a crew at the time they were doing a round world uh, round world trip trip <laughs> sometimes stumbling over words anyways so they're doing a round world trip and um, so I sent her a text and I was like, hey, uh, are the guys still sailing around? And, uh, you know, where are they at the moment? Are they looking for crew or anything? Because me and a friend, we're, we're really down, you know, we're down for this. This would be really cool. It's three guys and uh, we don't have any experience, but blah, 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 it's a little bit of a story. And she was like, well, actually, they want to sell the boats because two of the guys, uh, one, I think one of the girls has pregnant. One of the other guys uh, has a little one or just got a little one. And the other dude, I don't know he's probably over it um he i don't know doesn't really matter so we're like oh sick send us some information kind of winging it and having a laugh so she sent us information 50 australian grand uh which is thirty-five thousand euros or something we're like no that's too much you know and uh especially with our level level of experience which is nothing like absolutely zero so um where are we now i think one week later no i was like offer 10 grand as in euros ten thousand euros and i was like no man that's our respectful or disrespectful we can't do that that no man i'm not gonna do that he was like all right fuck it we'll we'll look for someone we'll find someone at some point i was like yeah cool um, I went back to Portugal and one week later, she sends me, Pia is her name, she sends me a text and she goes like, hey, these guys want to sell it to me for 10 grand. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? And she was down to buy it, but she didn't have any crew. We did have crew, but we didn't have experience and we were down to buy it too. Then we didn't hear back from Pia for a while. And at some point it was like, okay, like what, what does she want? I tried to call her. And then I told somebody was like, dude, I think we should just reach out to those guys and see what they're up to, see if they still want to sell the boat and if they actually want to sell it for 10 grand. So um, we reached out to them, sending, we sent an email. A day later, we're FaceTiming and uh, they seem to be pretty down. So that we, you know, we hung up. 
Ice and I call each other straight away. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Is this actually happening? <laughs> are we buying a, are we buying a yacht in Indonesia? <laughs> it started to get real a little bit. And then three days later, they got back to us. And they were like, yeah, guys, if you want it, um, yeah, you, you can get it. 10 grand. The only thing is you got to... Um, you gotta let us know that, that you want it. We gotta get a contract and everything. And you know, you just have to be sure about it because we otherwise we're gonna sell it to someone else. Because one of the guys was with the boat, uh, he, he just sailed it down from Indonesia to Australia, Darwin, Northern Australia. Um, so yeah, he was there and he wanted to, he wanted to leave. Obviously, he didn't want to stay with the boat forever and they wanted to get rid of it. So we're like, yeah, okay, no, for sure, we'll do it. So then we called Bob and we were like, hey, Bob, um, I don't know if you know it, but you, Ito and I, we just pulled a boat. <laughs> Bob was like, I think so a week before we kind of cracked a joke about it and we're like, oh, we should buy a boat. And he was like, yeah, man, that'd be sick, fuck it, and this and that. But then we never really talked about it. Ito and I, we put in some, you know, we, we put some work into it, not knowing that it was actually going to happen you know, maybe hoping, but Bob was doing his own thing. In, oh, sorry, uh, some extra information. Bob was in, in Australia. Ito and I, we were in Holland. So we were in touch about this. We update, We were updated. Bob didn't know anything. And then at some point, we came back to Bob and it was like, hey, Bob, we, we're buying the boat, man. <laughs> it's happening. And then um, Bob, I think it shocked him a little bit because he was like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do because, you know, I'm just getting getting into this trip here in Australia right now and I don't have any money and I want to buy a 4x4 car and I want to do this and I want to do that. How am I going to pay for it? And blah, 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 blah. And he's traveling with his girlfriend and and then we're like, dude, we can't let this slip by. You know, this maybe this is once in a lifetime chance. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you're right, boys. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Fuck it. So, um we we go back to them and from then everything happened pretty fast loads of paperwork and whatnot um yeah i think that's it and then we transferred the money five days ago or a week ago or something and now the plan the plan is to certain no wait so the idea is to okay hang on here's the here's the rambling ransom it's just really wild how things sometimes, you know, fall into place and that, you know, the 10 grand story was a little bit scary and Aito was looking for a boat, I think for a year and a half for a, a motorboat uh, to live on in uh, in a port in Rotterdam. But he, I think he, he, he went to talk to two owners or three owners to buy their boats, but it didn't happen. And it was a lot of negotiating and going back and forth. And, and I don't know, it was, it was just very rocky and it didn't, it just didn't happen. And then he let go of it because he was like, okay, fuck it. It just didn't feel like, um, yeah, meant to be maybe, maybe. Yeah. It just didn't feel like it was the right time. So he let go of it and then this happened and this was kind of the opposite where we weren't really, we didn't really have an intention, the intention to buy boats, but then it just happened to be that way. And also with the money, it was like, whoa, this is wild. I think we should get into it. So this is the start of the story. Uh, I'm going to take you guys along 
uh, at least the plan for now is we're gonna we're gonna fly to Australia early December. I'm gonna travel around for two weeks, visit friends, as well. And Bob's gonna travel around a bit more, and I so we're all gonna meet in Darwin mid December. That's the plan. Spend some time on the boat, put some maintenance, work on the boats a little bit, learn how to sail. We don't know. We don't even know the terms yet. You know, we're we really don't know anything we're complete losers complete cooks when it comes to sailing <laughs> i just got a, a a vhf certificate which is the very high frequency radio to um, at least be able to communicate to ports and to other yachts and, and everything so that's a good that's a step in a good direction i reckon um and then so we're, we've got one month mid-january we're flying to cairns and there is a guy who we met through platform. He seems pretty cool, like very Aussie. <laughs> it's going to be a good time, I think. He's got some like 30 years of experience. He's going to take us and his boat. Then we're going to sail it up to Darwin, which is about six or seven day, of course, always depending on the weather, six or seven day coastal trip. So along the coast. And then we're going to take our boat. And then the two of us or the four of us with two boats are going to sail up to Indonesia, which is going to be, I think, a four, four day trip or something, maximum of four days trip before reaching the first land, which is, I think, East Timor, uh, East Timor. no, Timor, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I'm just going to leave it with this and uh, upload the podcast. So if you know, if you have anyone or if you have good books, or if you have recommendations, apart from this is stupid, you shouldn't do this because it's 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 probably not very useful information, especially for Bob. Um, <laughs> or if you know anyone that 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 is a good sailor and is around Australia or Asia or something who is willing to help us a little bit, or who knows about the waters over there. That would even be helpful too because i didn't mention that it's hurricane season as well <laughs> so hurricane season starting at the end of november up till april i think and uh yeah we don't really have time to wait because we have the winter we want to be in indonesia we want to we don't want to hang out you know hang around australia for too long because it's expensive and uh, we just want to be in indonesia we tr- want to travel islands and stuff so we have to go through the hurricane season, but apparently it's not too bad. At least Glenn, that's the guy who's down in, in Cairns, convinced us that it's very doable. You just got to check the weather for any depressions or upcoming hurricanes because you, you, you see the coming. Like you can see them coming. They build up a week before or something. That's what he said. So yeah, it's something to look into a little bit more, but we'll get there. At least the last reported hurricane around Darwin was in 1970-something, so that's a while ago. And um, yeah, that eases us a little bit. I think I'm a little bit nervous about it, to be honest. Not so much about the sailing, just that trip, that long trip to Indonesia is quite a bit. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So thanks for listening, and uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, You hear from me soon. Yee!